If you had to give up one of your five senses, which one would you choose? Keep in mind that our senses connect us to the outside world. So which of the five would you choose? Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, Vine, whatever. Okay, no, let's go through them, right? What do we have? Sight, hearing, touch, taste, smell. Which one of the five would it be? Personally, I wouldn't want to lose any of them. But let me tell you a quick story, okay? When I temporarily lost, temporarily lost two of my senses, it's just like yesterday. Like all of a sudden I couldn't smell and then I couldn't taste stuff. I have no idea what that means. I'm kidding. Maybe it's still too early for COVID humor. I don't have that issue right now. Two, two realities that happened to me. Once I spent 20 days on a glacier up in uh, the Cascades in Western Washington. 20 days, so we're in the cold and we're wet. And I developed a case of frost nip. Not frost bite, but frost nip. And my fingers, it was like if I dipped my finger in some warm wax and then just had that on my fingers. Everything I touched, it was just like there was just a little bit of distance. I couldn't feel it. I could feel the pressure, but I couldn't feel the thing. Strange experience, right? Maybe you've had that, maybe you haven't. Some of you have had this experience. I went to a concert, and I was pretty close to the front row. It was pretty fun. After I left the concert, I was like, huh, I can't hear as good as I used to. And it was just like a little bit of ringing, right? But distant, everything seemed distant. That's the thing I remember most about those two experiences. The distance, that things weren't completely destroyed, but they were numbed and dull. And I felt a little isolated from the realities that were around me. That's what happens if we lose our senses. We lose connection to the realities that are around us. And that, my friends, is just like the spiritual life. We have spiritual senses too. And just like our physical senses, they can be numbed, dulled, and even destroyed. And that's a great way to speak about the reality of sin. Because I know we think that sin is like this thrilling thing, but it's not actually. What it does is numb us, dull us, separate us, and even isolate us from God, from other people, from ourselves. That's why St. Augustine, he uses great language when he talks about the sinful soul. And he says the sinful soul in his Latin is curvatus in se, curved in on itself. And you think about that reality in a spiritual sense, a curved in person, someone who's closed in, curved in on oneself, can't receive what's going on around him or her. That's what sin does. Rather than being this thrilling adventure, it's just the opposite. It dulls us. It keeps us from living. It keeps us from thriving. It isolates us. Well, my friends, the good news of the gospel is that Jesus Christ came to resensitize us to open us up 
so that we can be fully alive and then fully connected to all that is around us on this earth and the spiritual realities that are constantly pressing in on this earth. He wants us to be ready to be able to receive that stimuli and respond to it. Just like someone whose senses are properly attuned to be able to see, receive, and respond. But for that to happen, all of us, every single one of us, needs to be healed. That's why tonight's gospel is so good for us. Because we're all just like this deaf and mute man that we heard about. And here's his situation. He's unable to hear. And so his ability to take in information through his ears is crippled. He's unable to speak. And so his ability to express anything from his interior to the outside world is crippled. Not able to receive and not able to give. That's closed in on oneself. That's curvatus in se. Now he's not fully alive. Existing, sure, but not thriving. Jesus, he wants just the opposite for this man. But I think about that. How many people in this world, how many people do you know, are not really living? Not really thriving, but just existing. Isolated to the deepest realities, closed in on oneself, separated from what really matters, not sensitive to the finer, more important, and even eternal things. Well, that's a lot of people in this culture. That's not what God wants. That is definitely not what he wants for any one of us and any person that he created. In fact, it's the opposite of what he intends. Jesus, in the famous John 10.10, says, I came that they might have life and have it to the full, full life, perfectly sensitized, body, soul, mind, heart, all of it perfectly attuned to the realities that are around us so that we can see, hear, taste, touch, feel things that are around us and respond properly to them. God wants that for every one of us. But the healing needs to take place. So back to the gospel. Jesus comes to this man and he goes right to his ailments. I love that detail. He touches his ears. He spits and then touches his tongue. He groans to heaven. The great word in the original Aramaic that Jesus would have spoken, ephatha, be opened. And immediately the man is restored. Immediately. See, Jesus isn't afraid of our ailments as much as we might be afraid of our ailments. And he wants to change what ails us, what makes us sick. He wants to change that reality so that we become healthy. 
He's not afraid of our ailments, even if we are. And he wants to change them, even if we don't. And fellow sinners, we need to reconcile ourselves to the fact that sometimes we don't want to be healed. We get used to the way things are. Well, Jesus wants to change that reality. So he comes with power. He comes to heal. And he comes to do what he does for this man in a spiritual sense to all of us. To allow us to hear spiritual hearing so that we can receive the saving word that he proclaims, that he himself who is the word of God is so that we can hear that word of God's love for each and every one of us. First, we have to receive. He has to open us so that we can know and believe that God loves us, that he's on our side, that he is our savior. We have to receive it. And then he wants to touch our tongues, spiritually speaking, so that we might be able to speak of the one who saves us, of the one who loves us, of the one who heals us, who's not afraid of our ailments and consequently is not afraid of the ailments of any person that we meet. That we could say in this culture and in this world that is in such great need that there is one who heals. There is one who gives hope. There is one who can speak meaning into our lives. And boy, is that needed today. The amount of people who are ridden with anxiety, captive to it. So many people and so many young people when it should be just the opposite. Young people speaking hope into the world. And instead, I read a a survey that in the pandemic of last year, one in four, one in four people between the ages of 18 and 25 had contemplated suicide. One in four. If that doesn't say something about a culture that's gone wrong, a culture that's lost hope, I don't know what does. But that's not the message that we bear. That's not the ultimate spiritual reality. The ultimate spiritual reality is a God who speaks hope into our lives. This great passage from Isaiah 35, the first reading tonight. Thus says the Lord, say to those whose hearts are frightened, Be strong, fear not. Here is your God. He comes with vindication. With divine recompense, he comes to save you. My friends, that message is for you. That message is for me. Where our hearts are frightened, where we're sick and stuck in our sins, Jesus comes to save And he says, be strong and fear not because I am here and I change realities. I'm not afraid of brokenness. I'm not afraid of sin. I'm not afraid of the isolation that sin causes because I bridge the gap, because I come to you, because I'm the one who saves, I'm the one who heals, I'm the one who restores. That's the message. That Lord is present tonight. That Savior gives himself to us. That Savior speaks his word of life into our hearts. My friends, 
May we let the healing be done that only Jesus can accomplish. Say yes to it with confidence. Be strong and fear not. God is with us and he comes to heal the deaf, to set those who cannot speak free so that they can praise the Lord. Praise him, our Savior and our healer.